pretty banging. Yeah. That was pretty banging. I don't know what's Technically, that was the best one you did. That's what you said. Welcome to the A Little Off Track podcast, recorded on Cherry Street in Galesburg, Illinois, with your hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser. Today's guest is as interesting as she is talented. Hailing originally from Alaska and finding her way to Illinois by way of theatrical studies at Western Illinois University, Lily Blauen joins us to discuss her days at sea, as well as what it means to be a stage combat expert and theatrical intimacy coordinator. Let's go a little off track. Wait, is he full on? Is he performer too? Is Kevin? He's a dick. Let's not talk about him. Oh, <laughs> yes, he is a performer. He is. Um, he doesn't. It, it's. I think it's a like a more painful process for him. Uh, and I say that in the sense that he likes to perform, but it takes a lot of work for him to do it. Like he has to build himself up. He has to build up his confidence and he really has to like prep himself. But he always says once he gets out on stage, mm. then it's easy and he loves it after. So for me, where I'm like, I can't wait to get on stage again. Kevin's like, I think I'd like to get on stage, but it's going to be a gruesome process. <laughs> and then he loves it when he gets there. Um, and he's very good. He He's much better than he thinks he is. So I think maybe that plays into it a little too. Lily Blauen, are you you are married to this man Kevin we're talking about, I, right? I am. For yes. how long? Um it'll be oh gosh, eight years next month. Was it a, wow. a theater collision? How, tell us take us back to the, the week. Well the, the year the, the year was two thousand and ten. I remember remember a meal ago. So we, that's only that's only thirteen and a half years. Do you remember the day? Uh, I don't remember the day, um, but I, I do have, so I do remember the first interaction we ever had. We met in college at Western Illinois University. Go Leatherneck. Um, he was, I was in the, the music theater department and he was in accounting. Uh, but he, that sounds like him that Wow. Just that little bean counter. It's so hot. Uh, <laughs> so the business thing's always been there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and he had a love for theater because he did theater in high school, but, um, always i i don't know that he always knew he wanted to go into business but he seemed for at least when i met him like pretty sure that he was going to go into accounting he was going to go on to get his um business admin he got, a, he got an mba and in international business i think um and but he loved the arts so we met actually on the arts admin side we both worked for the performing arts society which had student workers run uh, the BCA Bureau of Cultural Affairs is what it was called then you were one of those yep yeah. and so i ran the youth performing arts series cuz i love children's theater and nice. so i would select the kids much like the yes um, the yes program at the orpheum mm -hmm. almost identical to that so okay. i would go and i would choose curriculum based um, theater shows for kids we would bust in all of the kids in McDonough County to Western Illinois campus, mm. and we would get to hear 800 kids laughing at whatever ridiculous theater show experience we'd given them. And Kevin was the president of that whole organization, and so we would be responsible for a number of shows that would be presented to students on campus. So they were like, these students need culture. Uh, you are the Bureau of Cultural Affairs. Uh, so we got to take, uh, we had input on that. And then we get to go to New York every year, um, the group of us students with our faculty advisor. Wow. So you traveled with this guy, worked closely with him, were creative with him. So all the yeah, important yeah. things that the four of us love about our, our mates and 
Sure. Right? right about people we know totally. yes yeah. and and he and he has that you know more of that business acumen than i do so it's nice we kind of you know i'm more i'm more artsy than he is and he's more business so we we meet in the middle very nicely i think you're yin to his yang yeah but yeah what slays me wait 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 no i want to talk more about his yang <laughs> Sorry. What Sorry, do you want no, to know? For a little off track after hours. Keep, keep, keep that thought uh, high above Cherry Street with my friend Theodore <laughs> and, and, and truly uh, Madly Mandy. Hello, darling. Um, tell us why we have Lily Blowen in the studio with us. Uh, well, because we're just incredibly fortunate. Right? Oh, very nice. We used to have her in Galesburg, in our community here. She's spread her wings with with her husband their their yes, other places now, yes so i'm, I'm actually, so mad about that by the way we're so close Still we're just a hop and a skip i know yeah. it just it's harder to see you though like on the daily for sure it's but true. i met it's lily true. through tim of course my bestie who we yeah. featured on the podcast yeah um and the first time i saw you was on the orpheum theater stage in into the woods oh i was you Cinderella. came yes you came sliding on <laughs> in a wedding dress and i'd never seen you in this town before and you were so good Good and so lovely. Thank you. And I was just like, who is this girl? Like, whoa. <laughs> and then, you know, you really emerged yourself into just the whole Galesburg scene, you know, with Kevin running the Orpheum. Um, and then, well, you worked for Forefront. Yeah, for well, I was at the, at that time, I was actually still in college. Were I was you? in my last year of grad school. And I loved that show. And Aaron Glasnovich, who is my bestie in college, mm. and um, she said, hey, the Carl Sandburg is doing a co- collaboration with the Orpheum and we're doing Into the Woods. You should audition. I was like, OK. Um, <laughs> and so I did. And I got cast in that role, which was just a dream to play. I'd never been in the Orpheum, on the Orpheum. Oh um, but wow. Kevin had just gotten when I got cast, had just gotten hired at the Orpheum. So he was actually finishing up his last semester in grad school when he took that position. It was like he had like one or two months before he actually graduated. Um, And then, yeah, and then we moved here and the rest is history. And then you worked for the Railroad Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm, National Railroad Hall of Fame. Not not that that's a unique, I mean, there's other people that I've met in theater, you know, when they were younger and in college, but it's a pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, was there a break ever or was it when you finally said, hey, boyfriend, girlfriend, you stay together? And, yeah, we've been yeah. together um, for 13 years in January. So, yeah, it's been a long. It's not always easy. It's a love in the arts, it sounds like. It, it, you know? it helps. Um, it certainly keeps our life interesting because it drives a lot of our travel. Sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll travel to see a show or, you know, we're going to Scotland in August. We've been talking about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for years and we're finally going to go. And so that's, if you don't know, wow. it's just this huge international um, kind of workshop where people come from all over the world and put on new works in any venue. And mm. the rule is you can put on whatever you want at the fringe as long as you can find a venue to do it. So there's hundreds and literally hundreds and hundreds of shows. So what are you and Kevin doing? So we're going um, we're going in August. We're going to be there for three weeks and we're just going to see all well, no, of the no, shows we can. No, no, you're not putting on a show. We're not. Something? Okay, so I did. When, when we decided to go officially, we were like, we're going. I did have this thought that if I'm going to go to the Fringe, I should take a show. Right. And so I reached out to a couple of people and I was like, hey, do we have any 
You got any shows that you've written like we could produce? <laughs> like, like, I think we could figure it Can out. Can we do something? And Kevin was like, why don't we go and see what it's like first? And then oh. let's try to put I on I feel like a you're going to get cast wow. in the airport and you're going to still be in I'm, a show I'm somehow. waiting yeah. for the moment where somebody's like, we need we need a girl who's 5'2", <laughs> yeah. who can sing and also knows how to sword fight. And I'll be like, it's me. <laughs> it's I can, me. I'm, I'm ready. Here. Like, it's yes. a very specific. So, so awesome. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. What did, uh, um, so if someone looks at your resume, what do you want to oh jump? What do, what do you want to jump out to? Is it, is it a vocalist? Is it a, or is it just performer? What, did, what did, what were you doing running around the house that people said, Hey, uh, put her in performing arts. Let's get a, uh, tutu on her or whatever. Give her a flute. What, what was the spark? Well, yeah, no. Like, where did your, where did it come from? Yeah. Where's the love come from? Uh, I think I asked I you 17 like a, different you questions. Did, yes. really. it all at Pick once. One I think we those. narrowed it down though. Where did it in. all begin? Right. Yeah. Um, I think maybe like a lot of people, it started in church. My dad was a preacher oh, wow. Um, wow. and his parents were preachers and his Grandparents were preachers. Uh, And um, we were always musical. My grandpa, when we were at his house, was always playing the piano. We were always singing around the piano. We sang at the Christmas, Christmas pageants, you know. Um, My dad ran the praise and worship team at at church. So it it was just, there was always singing and music happening. You were usually a part of it. Yes, always, always. So maybe too busy to be in awe of your dad up there. Were you in awe of him and him leading? Absolutely. And I I still am. Sometimes we go karaoke. He doesn't karaoke that much anymore. Um, But he (laughs) used to go out and he always sings Desperado. That's his go-to karaoke song. And anytime I hear that song, I just start like (laughs) weeping. because because i just have so many memories of seeing him up on stage and um he he didn't really have the performer bug um but he's he's an incredible musician who didn't think he should be like a professor i don't know if it was because he didn't want to or i'm sure it was he had a bunch you know he had kids he had responsibilities life was wild in the in the 80s um no it wasn't (laughs) but uh and he's the kind of guy that and my grandpa was like this too. You give him any instrument. He has no formal training at all, but you give him any instrument and a few hours and he's playing it. I got it. That's unreal. Wouldn't you guys assume, I would assume, um, that, that uh, your dad leading that and seeing that and having that confidence, that would inform you uh, a lot of your passion oh, and, yeah. and confidence, just seeing that yeah. like, well, he has that. That's me. Absolutely. I'm part of him. That's and and we, were, we were always, you know, up on stage singing. There's endless videos of us, me in big poofy dresses, That's you know, so on the church stage and at the pageant. Um, but yeah, so I actually originally wanted to be a, a singing evangelist. That's I was going to be like Kirk Franklin, you know, that was like my... Or Carmen, if anybody remembers. Carmen. Yes, I do remember Carmen. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, "That's going to be me." I grew up in that. Yeah, style. Like, yeah. were you restricted to a certain type of music? Yes. So a lot of the stuff around you <laughs> yes. on the walls right now is maybe stuff that was you couldn't listen to back in the day. It, it, yeah, when I was younger, no, and then. When I was about 12, my family kind of fell away from the church a little and and my dad started to, my my parents started to practice religion, I guess, in a more intimate way, like more personal way as opposed to, you know, I think there was just, 
trouble with the, all the bureaucracy that sometimes comes along with churches. Say and, no more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I want to get into this. I, I, I was, this uh, sounds juicy. I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if it was juicy. I just know at some point we shifted and, and my dad started leading fellowship at home with, with close friends and we stopped you know, really being as active in the physical church. But that sounds like the best kind of church right it, there. It, it was cool. And it, it allowed for, I think, more honest discussion. And I learned that my dad was a really curious person. And I've always really loved history. And so he started he started studying other religions and, and trying to understand the basis of his faith. And, and wow. that and he shared that with me. And so... How many siblings? I have... Uh, well, there was a lot of there was a couple of different marriages that happened, and yeah, so sure. I always say like all in all ten. Yeah. Um. But but current of the current blood and and marriage, I have three sisters and one brother, and then over the course of that, I've had five brothers, five sisters. Yeah. So, sure. Um. Yeah. It was. So all, all that all mm-hmm, that performing mm-hmm. in church for yeah. many years. Yeah. Were you doing it in school too? No, um. I was, I do remember being in a, some kind of environmentally informed play <laughs> in fourth grade. Oh, I love it already. I actually, this is ridiculous. The things you remember, I don't really feel like I have a lot of memories from my childhood, but I remember this play um, that we were in and it was about like the climate Oh wow. because mm-hmm. I sang this song called um i don't know why i still remember this song but i do I uh, it was like it was called like driving miss daisy and it was about like um carpooling like you should oh, you should yeah. carpool and sure. or, or take a, <laughs> or ride a bike you know and um and but i the remember the program it, was called driving miss daisy it, yeah. yeah it probably was yeah so and, great. and uh i don't even know how i got involved i was probably in choir or something and i they had me pretending to play a keyboard while oh. i did it so i was like dad can you yeah. He like show me how you know because he plays the piano and, and I was like, you know, what is it what does it look like? You know, how can I fake? So I remember faking this. Um and I the, the things you'll you might learn later is that my dad, I grew up in Alaska and my dad currently still lives there. And I my mom was in Florida, and so I was kind of jumping back and forth. And so mm. after that, talk about concert, polar opposite. Yeah, it really yeah, was. Yeah, 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 it really was. Um you couldn't take the polar to the other place. <laughs> Right. I don't think they're allowed. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ted? You just couldn't. Not allowed? No. Well, I, no. I, it, it gets weirder because I was actually born in Florida. <laughs> my mom, when my parents got divorced, my mom skipped to Florida too. So yeah, my, I just yeah. they couldn't get far. No, yeah. Wow. yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Florida's up. Let's go. Well, they were both from Florida. And then when I was about four, my dad had just finished preacher school i mean, I don't think like it was like seminary, seminary okay. but something similar preacher school and um, <laughs> yeah, he, went, he went to awesome. preacher school and um and he got offered he had to do a he had to like be a, a an assistant pastor yes. at a church yeah. for two years so he got offered a job the story i remember is he got offered a job in utah and alaska and sometimes i think like what would my life have been oh if gosh. he had chosen yeah. utah yeah. instead Jesus. but we chose alaska <laughs> and there's actually a video of of my mom and my dad at their like going away party where they're like two years we're going for two years and my dad's been there ever since that was wow. 1990 i think oh, wow. that he moved there so um he loved it he does yeah and all my siblings are there and uh, God, how do we get here and that's where um, you live. and now you're in Illinois <laughs> that's where you lived until you came to Western 
I, for the most part, yeah. So there were a couple years or, or periods of time where I would jump back and forth. That was that was how I got here. Because I was going to say, I, I think I remember this performance because it was the first time outside of church. I think I sang in public. And it was the last time my dad saw me sing in, in a show or on a stage, I think until my senior show when I graduated college. Because wow. it just, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember... I remember him being really proud of me after that show, but I remember him being so, I don't know. I don't want to say in awe because it sounds narcissistic, but like after he saw my senior show being like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, Uh, and me just the growth. Yeah. Just like, I didn't know you had that level of talent and just wait, but you said it didn't work out. Like, like it didn't work. Like my, the, where I was when I was performing, oh, it, it just never worked out that my dad got to see me. Oh, like I either see, he was working yeah. or I, thought, I was in another state. I thought maybe state. you were like, oh, I went up there and I tried to sing and then I was all like, oh. No, oh, no, she, no. She's no. That's it. happened on stage do. one time, but no, that <laughs> was horrible. But yeah, so anyway, um, I didn't sing a lot outside of church. I didn't. And then at some point. In high school, I decided I was going to be a jazz singer. I was really into like jazz and swing and the blues. And because my yeah. dad was a, he's a, his main instrument, he'd say he's a bassist. He's a bass player. Let me tell you, no yeah. one forget, don't forget where you're at. Okay. The first time I heard you, I think I was in a car uh, and on WGIL, you were doing an interview. Me? Yes. <laughs> And I heard the voice, and I said, "What a classic!" Yeah, just yeah. Classic. I sang on the radio. What did I say? No, not I just, just not oh, just it was a oh, classic. Yeah. Speaking. Not oh. just it was a classic female voice. It was just a classic <laughs> voice, and I was like, "Wow, that's 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 great." She's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I found out she was your friend, and and heard you many other times. So. Um, I mean, I called you my friend before you were, just so you know. Always, I've always <laughs> I like that. barely knew you. I'm like, oh yeah, no, we're friends. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. we're, we're it's a like friendship that. in the making. Basically, the yeah. same person. <laughs> I'm working on it. You it told me to remember there. where I was, but I, I didn't. I didn't remember. <laughs> oh, that's I okay. It. I can help. I think. Yeah. Um, so your dad hadn't seen you until your senior performance, and he was just kind of blown away. At the at the way yeah, you had evolved was, as a performer, yeah, that, and that was that was did a he cry? Trail. Um, probably. I don't yeah. know. I I didn't see it. If it if Dads it happened, do that. I'm sure yeah, they do. I'm sure. Well, he he told me we went out for breakfast. We like to we like to have breakfast together. That's kind of our thing. That's awesome. And uh, he he told me after that my teachers were coming up to him because they he never met them, and they were like, "Thank you, like she's so great, she's so Aww. wonderful." And he told me he's like, "I don't know why they were thanking me." Thanks like, for you your daughter. All, you did all the work. <laughs> yeah. You know? Thanks for he's your like, daughter. Yeah, he's like, I don't know why. Out. You know, and I'm, but I wouldn't agree because he he gave me a love of music, and sure. and the reason I even bunny trailed into his 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 journey, which um, I hope you get to meet him someday because I think he's just the coolest person ever. But I learned once he started to to shift away from the more traditional church experience, his musical taste. Mm. So I learned that he loves Rush and, and oh, Journey and, you know, like... And and we started listening to that together, and, and so awesome. I have a great love of like classic rock and and jazz and blues because my dad was like, let me show you what I wasn't allowed to listen to as a kid. Um, oh, yeah. All the things I that's where I, I went with the classic, yes. the jazz yeah. blues. Yeah, yeah right, you were looking at right. right. that classic voice. Yeah, just hey, anyway. yeah, let's wonderful. look at this record. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> brought it back. Yeah, when I was in high school, I um, so I was really into jazz. 
And I, I didn't know what being an adult was like. So I, my best friend, Emma Collins, and I were going to move to California when we graduated high school. I didn't want to go to college. She was going to be a lawyer. And I was going to be a lounge singer because I thought that was still yes. something you could like professionally be. You I know? love this. Yeah. So I yeah. was like, I'm going to go and be, you know, Peggy Lee on the stage in California, in That's L.A. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened it didn't it didn't happen that way at some point i got i i really don't know the order of operations i loved watching musicals movie musicals Mm -hmm. you know our daughter for two years before she graduated was headed to california so instead of saying okay no you're not gunu and um these are the places with the worst crime rate and giving her all (laughs) the instead of doing that we were like okay but don't forget you know, we'd throw those in like, okay, that's great. But don't forget, you got to do this too. And yeah. You, yeah. you got to have a car there. It's not a walking city. This is LA, you know? Yeah. So it fizzled out too when she, re- she realized some reality. You're like, oh, but... maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> she didn't have a jazz singer plan, but did you ever make it out there? <laughs> no, no. And I, I'm not even sure that I'm interested. I've met, a, I've met a few people from California. I didn't think they were, they were all that great. That's so. awesome. <laughs> I, I know lovely people from California, but. It just doesn't seem like my kind of my yeah. kind of place. At, but at some point, I got interested in really interested in performing musical theater. I didn't do it until my junior year of high school. Mm. It was the first time I was ever in a musical. I was as. cast as the jester in Once Upon a Mattress. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really that sounds dirty. It's a really <laughs> old. It's a really old show. Um, old like, Broadway, like pre Golden Era, I yeah. think. Um, Sounds like Woody Allen would have adapted something from that. <laughs> right. No, I mean Woody it's Allen. It's a really funny. It's a it's a really funny no, adaptation funny. of the Princess and the Pea. Okay. And um, Carol Burnett originated the lead role in this show. Um, what is her name? Winifred the Woebegone. So the premise of the show is that uh, Prince Dauntless, who's the prince of this kingdom, has to be married in order to take over. Pretty classic. But he's very shy. Um, and so he can't talk to women. And so his mother, like, creates this... <laughs> like, World? Ba- like the bachelor, you know, ah, she starts oh, bringing I in all these it. princesses. Yes. And she tests them, right? Just like the princess in the pea. She starts trying to test... The princesses um, and Winifred shows up, and she's like the opposite of the ideal princess. She's loud. She's she's Carol Burnett in mm, in yes. all her glory, yeah. right? She's loud. She's from the swamp lands. She sings a song about the swamps of home. Anyway, um, the jester is one of the cronies of the prince, and so I got to hang out with my two best buddies. Um, yeah. At the time, the did you watch and, the Carol Burnett version before you did it? I did not. I yeah. didn't even know. I didn't yeah, know. Sure. It, I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, and I love Carol Burnett. Uh, no, but it's just a weird. <laughs> it's a weird show. And like the subplot is that there's this this other prince and a lady in waiting, and she gets pregnant. Oh, scandal. and that's scandalous. Yeah. But in high school, they couldn't have like premarital relationships oh. so, so they changed it so that the rule was no no lady in waiting could be seen in public with a knight more than three times if they weren't married oh my gosh and then what happened after that yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but it was like they boom you got a baby wow <laughs> it was crazy but that little introduction was enough to like give you the bug 
Yeah, yeah. I did a, a musical theater dance intensive that following summer and found out that like I wasn't a great mover, but I wasn't the worst. And it was so fun that we did like we learned one of the dance. Uh, we learned the dance to Jellicle Cats and um, Amer- um, America from West Side Story. And so, so you're learning, slowly learning all facets of the stage. Yes. And I'm just having a blast. And I think I maybe had a knack for it. So I, uh, I, I could tell that people were responsive to my ability to yeah. do it. And who doesn't? I'm a Leo. I'll admit it. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> when, <You know? laughs> when did you get to sing uh, something you wanted to sing for the first time from the stage? Do you, do you remember? Ooh, good question. Oh, something I like really wanted to sing. Oh, there's so many. It probably happened sooner this, sooner than this. But um, when I played, uh, I got cast as Mary Poppins mm. in 2015 uh, as part of the Kiwani Summer Music Theater program. And I've. Julie Andrews was one of my heroes growing up. Um, I think I watched Sound of Music a million times Mm -hmm. as a kid. And I, as I got older, realized that I kind of sounded like, you know, I had a similar style of voice that she did. And so it was easy for me to sing her song. So Mary Poppins was like a dream role for me. And so getting to sing... Um, Spoonful of Sugar. I mean, literally any of her songs, any of the songs in that show. That was just 2015. Yeah. 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 I mean, and there's lots of roles I've loved, but that was one that I was dying to play. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you dug back a little bit to to think of that one. Yeah. That's cool. That was, that was a good one. That was a great experience. (laughs) Yeah. So have you kept track of how many shows you've done? Is that like a, is there a running tally in your head somewhere? You know, I tried. Uh, it, it used to be easier on my resume because when I was fresh out of college, you were still allowed to use like your college and high school shows because they're like, you know, they help fill your resume. Sure. But, you know, everybody's like once you get more than 10, like it looks bad actually to be putting your high oh, school really? production. Yeah, so sure. I don't know. I I think right now I, I typically tell my students when I'm teaching that I've been in over 50 shows. And I'm positive that that's true. Um, I just have no idea what the actual number yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, what do you teach? Tell us the, about the uh, So that I, job. I teach um, youth theater. I do, I direct and, and teach a lot of classes, which I, I've kind of fell into. It wasn't really a thing I thought I was going to do, but yeah. kids are awesome. And, and when you get to do theater with them, you're basically just playing imaginary you know games all day and they have these wild weird imaginations and the best part (laughs) is that yeah they they don't go you know they they don't go home with you so when you're teaching better you get to to be the fun one you know and then and then you get to watch them do cool things but i teach um, a a number of classes right now at the spotlight theater in moline yeah that's been a nice um a a nice home for me in the quad cities and um, last they do a, a spring and a fall session. I typically teach two to three three classes. So I have uh, I was teaching a, a pre K through first grade class. So this is like really introductory. Like, can we get kids playing with their imagination? Wow, can we get them yeah. to open up? Which super young. It's it's so fun. That group is. They're a lot of work. It's forty five minutes, and it's maybe the most exhausting forty five minutes right? you could like ever weeks. have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when something clicks or you see, you know their eyes light up or they, you know, embrace a character. It's 
it's just there's nothing like that. I, I take it you and, and your husband wouldn't have been here, you and Kevin wouldn't have been here that long if if the arts weren't good to you in Galesburg. What what is it like in Moline? What are the arts like up there? there yeah, it, what it, did you do after why you are they said, so great? Screw Galesburg. Lily, why are they so great <laughs> up there? Let's move. Yeah, <laughs> Lily. Hater, haters gonna hate, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> What's so great about Moline? No, seriously, it's, it's not that far away, and I bet um, that's so great that you guys are up there now making another influence and, and learning, you know, just, just growing whatever you guys, whatever journey this is in the arts that you guys are on. Yeah, it, we love that we're still close enough to see, you know, see see friends and people that we miss. And yeah. and I, I haven't seen you guys in years. I know. Well, you that's, that say something. It's like, oh no. Uh, did you get the memo? <laughs> said, no, no, did I say, didn't. I didn't. Did, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Come here. When you walked in the door, he goes, "I got a lot of stuff for Kent." This is Ted saying this to me. And I said, "Kent." I go, "Kent's on on the 25th." I go, "Today's Lily." <laughs> And he goes, Greg. and he goes, he goes, he goes, Lily. And I said, Lily married to Kevin from the Orpheum. <gasps> Lily! Oh, Lily! <laughs> so it has been a while. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it has been a while. I was like, I've been listening to classic rock all day. But I'm you were ready, <laughs> but I'm assuming the the arts are pretty great. Tell us about Moline and, and what happened. There happens. are uh, they are. So we live in the Quad Cities, uh, which is actually I think technically five. Or six cities. There's great debate. It's, yeah, it's a hot, hot topic. Yeah, for the quad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very There's yeah. at least four, sometimes five. Sometimes five. Maybe six. I think six. Depending on who yeah. you ask. Yeah. Uh, and there's so uh, there is just nonstop arts. There is music. Great. I think you could find music every night. There's twenty I different it theaters. Didn't suck. Twenty different yeah. theaters. Yeah. There's so many theaters. Wow. Um, they've got Circa Twenty One. So there's a professional yeah. theater there. They've got the Spotlight, Davenport Junior Theater. I, I can't think of it. The Black Box. Um, I mean, every every one of the cities has its own like staple community theater plus right. two or three more. There's a bunch of dance studios. There's art galleries. I mean, it's just. The Quad Cities is bigger than Galesburg, but it's not it's not that big. It's I think in the whole area there's maybe three hundred thousand people. That's you know, across four cities and two states. Yeah. Um but it's so rich with the arts and there's so much support for the arts. And and it yeah. felt it felt it felt like Galesburg too, because Galesburg I think also has a lot of bang for for the buck mm-hmm. when you're talking about the number of performances that you can see, the quality of art that you find here in Galesburg that that was always something we loved about about being here was the the quality and quantity of art that was here you know uh Julie and I were just talking about this uh like literally last night your lovely wife my lovely wife yes uh like gosh you know we're so lucky that because we went to the show last night Uh, uh uh Mandy your daughter was in it um, Just a little background. The Mizzou- was this the Missoula the Children's, Missoula Theater? Children's yes. Theater? Came yes. to Galesburg, yeah. Oh wow! To the Great. Or- Two prairie players. That, that's similar to what that's I awesome. do, just over a longer period of time. But I work with kids to put on shows. It's okay, so, yeah. much so like that in a week time period. In case you thought we had a serial killer on, that's <laughs> yeah. what Lily does. Jeez, <laughs> I know. Leading up, it seemed you didn't know right. what the fuck she was on? talking about. Right. <laughs> well, and no, see, so here, here's the thing, and this is the dichotomy that I'm like thinking of right now. Um, we were like, man, this is so cool, 
that something like this happens in Galesburg, that they're able to do this, that something comes here. Um, and where else are you going to be able to go that you can have something as beautiful as that little one week theater come in, boom, these kids. And then like, uh, like they come in on a Monday and then Saturday they're doing a production. A full show. Yeah. 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 It was Incredible. Read dunk. Like our, a little off track logo. Josh Dixon hooked us up with his mad graphic design skills. Put him on your next project and see his work at joshuadixonart.com. My question is, are you currently doing a show? Because I feel like every time I see you, you are currently yes. doing a show. I, I am. Yes. I, I wasn't going to be, but so uh, I am do- currently rehearsing Much Ado About Nothing, mm. um, a Shakespeare play uh, with Prenzy Players, who is Quad City based. I think technically they would say maybe Davenport because our... our home is the village theater shout out did you say frenzy players frenzy players Rock yeah uh, it's my first my first show with them so I, I i think i told you spotlight the spotlight theater had become like a really quick home you know theater home for me in the quad cities because we moved there at the end of 2019 and then we all know what happened in 2020 and theater just kind of came to a halt yes. and it was slow Reaching returning. Yeah. And, and so people were like, Oh, you know, how do you like the quad cities? We're like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're not really sure house. yet. Um, and so it was kind of hard to, it felt harder um, for me because Kevin had, you know, we moved for his job and he, he already had kind of a network of people that he'd had to meet. And, uh, the spotlight was just so welcoming. I, I auditioned for their production of Tarzan and got oh, cast yes. as Jane. It ended up having to get canceled. Um, but they just became a home away from home. Mm-hmm. And I, I've done... Yeah, can't, you didn't do it because of COVID? No, it is coming back next summer, okay. though. So, yeah. um nice. How much but rehearsal did you put in for Jane? None. We didn't. We, oh, okay. they, they canceled the whole season before we uh, even got to it. I was going to say. All right, great. Yeah, but I was really excited about that part because yeah. I yes. feel like I am. Like, she's Jane. She's kind of nerdy and, you know, girly but not. And it, totally. I, we relate. I relate. She has an entire song she sings about plants in Latin. And anybody who knows me knows that I would totally do that. So. Uh, that's a callback <laughs> to yeah. your climate change song. Yeah, yeah there <laughs> it is. Hello. Hello. The theme. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um... I was talking about Spotlight because uh, I did a lot of shows with them. It just felt comfortable. You know, they open their arms wide and they're like, you knew, like theaters do. You know, they just instant family in a theater. And at the beginning, uh, the end of last year, I'm like, it's time. I need to... I need to branch out and, and like try other things. I need to, I need to meet other theaters, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'd been doing a lot of spotlight does a lot of musicals and, uh, I was like, well, it's been, you know, a long time since I've done Shakespeare and, and a good friend of mine, Adam Lewis, um, has worked with Prenzy players before and he's like, they're really good. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just a bunch of people who are really wild about Shakespeare and they come together and they do the work, you know? Mm. And, uh, I, I love Shakespeare and, and I had the good fortune of studying in at, at Western under somebody who loved Shakespeare also, um, our acting professor, Bill Kincaid. And so that kind of instilled in me a love for that. And so I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I've done a play. No, and Shakespeare, I that's, that's a Shakespeare play. That's DiCaprio and Claire Danes, Exactly, right? yes. Right. Okay, There's a yeah. great Much Ado uh, movie <laughs> with, um, I think it's Emma Thompson. Uh, oh, that's Keanu, right. Keanu Reeves is in it. He that's plays a, a minor character-ish in that one um, but that's a good that's a good do you like the Baz Luhrmann the, um, yeah yeah, yeah. Do you? Good. I do that's good I do uh, so anyway I'm doing much to do about nothing I'm, I'm Beatrice which is Emma Emma Thompson's character um, she's 
like most Shakespeare female characters. Uh, she's she's known for being famously single. She uh. does not want a man. She does not trust them. And there is she has a counterpart, Benedict. Um, she's one of the greatest actresses in the world. Oh, she's amazing, yeah, Emma Thompson. Yeah. She's so trans, like just transforms yes. into whoever she is. So good. So we were supposed to do that show in March. I auditioned for this show. Emma Thompson, Ted, wake up. Yeah, wake up, Ted. Wake up. Emma fucking Thompson. When we judged that speech meet together, you were talking about this. Yeah. So so it had been this really intense. We'd been rehearsing since January because when when I say Prenzy loves Shakespeare, like they we love it. Yeah. We'll do anything to make sure we get it right. You know, like we're all sitting there at the bar after rehearsal. You know, we've been at a four hour rehearsal. We're at the bar, like still talking about our notes, being like, "What do you think he meant this? Like, what if he meant this? You know?" So it. it, I hope some Shakespeare lunatic out there is listening right now. (laughs) Going, oh my God! There's I'm a ready. group for me. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. We, 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 we need you. You're yeah. currently awesome. accepting members. I don't, you're not. You're not lunatics. I mean that in a very yeah, no, I get it. Kind I of get it. Term of endearment. <laughs> I mean, there is a little madness to yeah, it for sure. Course. So we were supposed to put that up in March, and um, Tech Week what came f- around, and. What in God's name Sorry. is that? Is that a motorcycle? <laughs> Scoot Squad. Hi, did you hear Street. that? Um, so like the belt came off the washer for a second. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. I, think it's just, <laughs> I have to wow. I think it's just a drag race outside. Is it too? Yeah. It's, oh. Can you guys feel the cross breeze? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really nice. nice. All right. Nice. Sorry, I didn't nice. mean to throw no, it No, no. Uh, but the we get up to Tech Week. We've been working on this show since January. And like half our cast caught COVID. Wow. Um, it just happened like a domino. Like one of our leads got it, and our yeah. poor director was like, "I'm stepping in." Like he played this role like ten years ago. He's like, "I'm ready." So he's sitting how, there. How many? How long till show day? Three days. Three days. Oh, oh, God. So he's you know up all night like trying to get these lines in, and then we start you know oh um, another one got it, another, and, another. and so we another. have to we canceled the whole run of the show. Did you and go down? Did you no, down? I thankfully. Nice. Did not get sick. Um, and so now we're remounting that at the beginning of August. Okay. Um, so she and Kevin don't get COVID. Oh, no. We, no, no. I think they did. Yeah. We did get it. No, I no, think, no, you don't. We, oh, like, right, right. C word on this show. <laughs> we, oh, oh, it was a tragedy. I can't, can I tell you our yes. COVID story? <laughs> we escaped, we escaped the 2020 COVID. Yep. And did you go to a different planet? No, yes. we just we just didn't we mind like hanging out in our house. I can't, you know? I can't wait like, to I hear this some... because like it's like we have a beautiful COVID yeah. story. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, wait. I had some I don't mind moments too. But yeah, yeah go it was ahead. just like this is yeah, you know, it's right. great. Um, it wasn't great. I don't mean to be flip about COVID, <laughs> yes, but yes, we didn't hate each other by right. the end of it. So right. well, that's good. Yay. So <laughs> we like I think this was we're at the end of. 2020 we're looking at january 21 and things are starting to look maybe a little better right and um we get this wild idea that we're gonna go to new york (laughs) to see jeff daniels's final performance as atticus finch in to kill a mockingbird because it was aaron sorkin's adaptation and we like aaron sorkin and we love jeff daniels and we were like and we never, we don't, like, we're not that. I mean, I think I'm pretty spontaneous, but we're not just like, let's go to New York for a weekend. Yeah. So we were like, we're going to go. We're going to do it. We're going to fly out on a Friday. We're Quick just going to go to did see you, this show. Did you watch Newsroom? Yes. Okay. Love, <laughs> love Newsroom. All right, back to New York. Yes. Love it. Bring it back. Um, <laughs> so 
New York City. We have this. We have this plan. Yeah, we're gonna go Jeff like Daniels. right after Christmas, and we're gonna we're gonna try and see like one show. We've got one day in between. We're like, oh, we'll do a lottery. We'll see if we get like Hades Town or something cool. Who knows? Cool. We've escaped COVID all this time. We go through the holidays. Oh. The day before we're supposed to get on, like on the plane, Kevin's like, "Man, no fucking way. I don't feel I good." A, he's like, "I got a fever, I think." No. <laughs> he takes a test. It comes back negative. He wait, takes wait, another, wait, 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 wait. It comes what back is negative. His mustache like drooping downward. It's just sad. Yeah, like instead of curling up, it was like going down. Well, I, I think he, I think he started so like good. sniffling, and we were like, "Oh no, well maybe it's just like winter." <laughs> so he takes a test. It's negative. He goes to prompt care. It's negative. And then he wakes up the next day. He's like, I think I have a fever. He takes the test again and it's positive. Oh! And we were like, I'm just going to say, if this story this ends with you not seeing we, Jeff Daniels. This was the day to fly. This is the day before. No, Jeff oh, Daniels. We but you go. bought the tickets. We, 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 we didn't get to go. And it was his, it was his last weekend. We were going for his final oh. performance. So Jeff Daniels, Don't if you're you listening, think- please... It would have been all right to spread a little disease to see <laughs> Jeff Daniels. I mean, in hindsight, knowing God. how you know it all did, Lily. Regardless, I know there's nights where you're like, we oh, had, man, we had, we had one. There was like a four minute where he like looked at me and I looked at him yeah, and we like, were like, we're socially responsible people, right? And he goes, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, we are. Yes, yeah. we are good people. How many people like, can really it. die? Damn it. Then did you shortly thereafter? I did. Yeah. I did. Right. Our guest today is Lily Blauen, actress, dance instructor, retired pirate, stage combat expert, and theatrical intimacy coordinator. And now she can add a little off-track podcast guest to her long list of cool titles. Tell us about how you just <laughs> ran off and joined a boat. Thanks crew. for bringing it back around just, again. <laughs> I mean, not that the vomiting stories aren't amazing, because they totally are. But right after you got married, then you just kind of like... Went off with some pirates. For a time. This is how I tell oh, the story. Oh, oh, I remember hearing yeah. this story. You were a pirate. Yeah, she was a pirate. Yes. Yeah. For a year. Oh, shit. So left, cool. Left yeah. her husband at home, by the way. So yeah. Kevin and I were on a board at the same time, uh, like a preschool board or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's like... My wife is a pirate on this board, and I'm like, "Yeah, she left your ass, Lily. <laughs> she's never coming back." No, tell us that's about what it. I said. I said she's never coming back, dude. You lo- like literally, you lost her. Tell us about that excursion. Holy fuck! So, yes. tell us about that. In <laughs> in 2015, you yes. were a pirate. I I lived and sailed aboard a replica tall ship, um, which is a, a traditional wooden sailing vessel. It was a replica of an 1812 square topsail or topsail schooner. How does one get the opportunity to do that? So it started in 2010. <laughs> I was in college for theater and I was looking for summer work because um, I didn't want to go back to Alaska that summer because it was getting harder to find jobs Locally, if I left and then tried to come back, Mm. which I guess isn't relevant because I still technically ended up leaving. But um, a friend of mine in the theater department had been working as crew uh, and a docent on this ship in Chicago Mm. that sails off of Navy Pier called the Windy. And he said, hey, we're looking for actors or performers who can come and be storytellers or docents when they do these day sales. So I went and Explain actually, docent. Docent. a docent is um, like if you're in a museum. 
museum, the people that kind of walk you around and oh, tell great. you the, the stories or the sure. history. Yeah. yeah. So um, a storyteller, a performer. Uh, and so we would do six or seven sails a day. I, I lived aboard the ship. How I old lived, were you? Um, this was... Oh gosh, 2010. 12. I don't know. No, I'd have been maybe 25, right, 24, 25. It's still young enough to go. This sounds like a, a freaking adventure, yeah, a cool adventure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, a, and a, a you know somebody I knew was out there. My friend Zach was there, and he said this this would be really fun for you. Now I didn't get to sail the ship. There was a, a really strict division between like the crew of the ship and the the performers, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a little a little bit of animosity. It felt like sometimes because um, we were the the ones that got to have all the fun, and they were the ones that had to do all the work so yeah. I get it <laughs> yeah but um so I lived aboard this ship that docked every night I, I mean I slept on the boat at Navy Pier I got up in the morning I like wow. bathed in you know on the ship or in the sink you know never had to scrub the deck no nope, never, nope. never okay I go I mean I did help I did help with duties and and yeah. help where I could she said duties duties <laughs> So, <laughs> love it. Uh, so I, I did that for a whole summer, and we did about seven sails a day. And their their main event, which they still do, actually the ship is still there, was called the um, Pirates of the Great Lakes. Mm. And so if you didn't know, like there is a rich history of piracy yeah. on the Great Lakes. And Lake Michigan has some really incredible stories. So we would dress up like pirates. We would stand on the dock at, in front of the boat before our sails, and we would like hawk to, to people, you know, walking by yeah. we were making like balloon swords and parrots you know because if you can hook the kids <laughs> yeah yes. the parents have to go yeah the parents of course. have to go so yeah. you know you're making the ones with the money exactly after all. right <laughs> so you know we're ma- we're like giving bringing the kids over and we're like hey you know our maybe we're making them swords so and then we would sit there we'd give everybody on there was a bar on the ship so we'd get people liquored up we'd go out into lake <laughs> michigan and we would talk about great lakes piracy Tell so us I did about, that all summer. Tell us about That's the downtime so awesome. with your fellow Wait, pirates. No, I just want to say, like, Kevin, I know you're going to be listening to this, and I have to apologize because she literally did come back. Yeah. Like, I but, told him you're not coming back from that. That's what uh, I said to Kevin is I'm like, she's not coming back. Well, it's kind of it was only a summer, right? Yeah, it was only so a the, summer. Okay, good. It was a fucking summer. But, but, but this, this experience, I didn't. Kevin and I weren't dating yet. So it's interesting to think about now because it was actually like we started dating that fall mm. or like maybe the January after. So it kind of bookended like our dating relationship. Uh, so the downtime was basically us just hanging out on Navy Pier or reading <laughs> yeah. and singing on the deck. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. And um I, you know, I loved being on the water. I loved dressing up like a pirate and talking. And I, and I like history. I have a master's in history. So, like, it was the two things I love coming yeah. together in a way. Chicago. I never Did you love Chicago? Could happen. I, I liked, I don't know that I got a real experience because I think living on Navy Pier yes. isn't like yeah. a little really. Different. Fast forward 2015, Kevin and I get married. We've been living in Galesburg for two years. I graduated with my master's and I just was having a hard time finding. A, a pathway that that felt like I was going to make a career in the arts here, and I, mm. I just I tried a couple of things, and it just wasn't quite fitting. I was um, I was working at Iron Spike. I actually was part, one of the first like staff at Iron Spike Brewing Company. Yeah, sure. You were um, on their commercials as well. I was. Yes. <laughs> 
we got to go like we we helped like build the tables we got to go like to do tastings in the quad cities with some of their brewers like it was it was That's really pretty fun. great yeah. but i and i waited tables you know when i was in high school and before i went to college and when i'd come home so it, but it felt like I, I felt stuck you know i was like man i'm just doing what i did before why did i go to college like i'm still just waiting tables you know right so double masters loser yeah you know so <laughs> <laughs> loser gosh i have a master's <laughs> yeah. Ouch. I, I i love and i love waiting tables like i love meeting people and talking to people but i just was kind of having a bit of a maybe I an existential you. crisis yeah I don't yeah know. i was feeling downtrodden and um and i'm one of my friends who I had met on the ship, Orion. Uh, Wait, Orion? Orion is his name. Orion Cooling. Um, that's not his real name. That's his real name. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool yeah. name. No, it's not. He's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he was the head docent. He was the one that like organized the actors when I was working on the Windy. Your daughter's name is Aurora. <laughs> Right? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Which is also excellent. a very cool name. Lily, go ahead. It's actually pronounced Orion. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so anyway, fast forward five years, uh, and I see o- Orion posts on Orin. his Facebook that um, he, he posts this gorgeous picture of, like, it's a view from the dock of this island, and the sun is rising, oh and he's gosh. like, hey, I've been working aboard Tall Ship Lynx, and we're looking for some deckhands for the fall if anybody needs a berth, which is the you know what we call a bed on a ship, a berth. And and I I, resp- I commented, man, that would be amazing. They and know then, you're the queen of the high seas. In like 10 minutes, he called me. He's like, yeah, he did. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing shit, man. Like, I'm waiting like, table. I'm drop table. In Galesburg, you know, and he goes, do you want to come out? And I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't actually sail the ship. Like I don't have the deckhand experience. He goes, it's okay. Like, we'll we'll, we'll teach you. So I write this letter, like cover letter to the captain, Cap- Captain Jesse. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no experience. I'm a quick learner. I'm a hard worker and I love history. And so he was like, come on over. So literally like three, I, I talked to Kevin. We did talk about it. I didn't just leave. I was like, you just said you had one eye. You'd be, yeah. got it right away. I was like, I have this <laughs> right away. Arr, a little. Lily, what, totally what can you bring to the table, Lily? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we talked about it, and he was like, "Yeah, you got to do it. That sounds That's amazing." Great. Which is, you know, one of the things I love about Kevin yeah. is yeah. That, that we have that relationship where it's like, I'm not going to hold you back. Like, wh- yeah, you're, you're still here. Go. Like, yeah. so I was supposed to go for three months. And I ended up going for eight <laughs> yeah. because by the time you got, I got to three months, I was just starting to get the hang of mm-hmm. sailing. Like I was living full time on this, on this ship with 10, with eight other sailors, pirates, pirates. Yeah. <laughs> we, we sailed, we sailed the ship. We took care of the ship. They were yeah. teaching me. Tradi- I mean, it's, it's wait, a wooden so ship. This so this time you weren't like, wait, wait, you weren't like the actor. You were the, well, I was also that. So we would, when we would pull into port, so we would travel. It, it lives in Nantucket. That's its home. It's home dock. Is I in love Nantucket. the word Nantucket. Yes. Good it's one. so good. Fun, beautiful, beautiful island. So I spent like the first month in Nantucket where we did like day sails and we were getting the ship ready to sail south because in the summer or in the in the fall when it starts to get cold up north. So you were like climbing up and... 92 feet up the rigging. Shut up. Yep, yep sure was. Wow. That's crazy. So where did you sail then? So we, we started in Nantucket and then we basically just took, a, you know, 
a number of months to sail down the, the coast and we would stop in various cities and we would teach. We would do day sails where we taught about the War of 1812. We talked about the actual ship, which was a real ship. The musket, It was called wow. the Muscadobit at the time um, during the War of 1812. And we would teach kids about traditional sailing or people, you know, the public, about um, how the War of 1812 was really like the second war of independence, how mm. the American Navy as we know it today was really born out of that, like just very, you know, the the, the unappreciated, you know, underappreciated history and that's then, awesome yeah, yeah and then we would we would just keep sailing down and then we made our way down around the gulf into uh st petersburg's where we where we posted up for a little while and then up the mississippi yeah, and then into lake michigan sometimes they the ship has been to lake michigan for the the they used to do it i haven't seen it in a while probably because of covid and I think logistics have made like supply chain has made it really expensive because having a boat has to be really expensive. Have you guys been on a uh, cruise together because of this ship experience? No, no. I, uh, do you go? Cruises, do you go on? We, mm-mm, I, 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 cruise ships. The idea of a she cruise. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that either. But have you done boat like things she's together? Been like, dude, I climbed up into the sails. Like I ain't going on a cruise. So Kevin has no desire. Like Kevin came. Show me how to be a pirate. My dad surprised me. (laughs) Show me me how to be a pirate. pirate. My dad. My dad and Kevin. That's another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The pirate. That's our. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's listening. He's he's turning bright red. My dad and Kevin conspired, and Kevin actually surprised me. Like, I think it was for Thanksgiving. My dad flew him to Florida to see me. So he spent um, about a week on the boat. And so we took, he, he sailed with us. And we, we put tremendous. him to work. And, Good. It is cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little different when, you know, when we're docked at a place like uh, we were in Fort Myers for, for a month um, before we went up to St. Pete. And, you know, you just like get to know you're first of all, you're the cool. It's like being a rock star. If yeah. you are the one, you know, people are like, who are you guys? We're like, oh, we're sailors. Like we're we're on the tall ship. They're like, oh, you guys at the big the big wooden boat with the sails. We're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's our boat. You, That's our boat. You know, it's like it's it's that's must be what fame feels like. Yeah, because that's <laughs> like you, you are the cool. You walk into any bar. They're like, yeah, the pirates are here, you know. <laughs> Oh, and we would great. have to correct them because because she was a she was a privateer, not a pirate. So okay. we taught we taught about privateers. The legal piracy. Um so he did he did get to to sail and see to see what that was like. And I took him up, he we put a harness on him and he climbed up the no the rigging shit. with me and yeah. So I thought for sure you weren't coming back. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but like, you, she's on a ship. Kevin. I mean, it, it does sound like it would be hard to compete with that. It, well, like I said, I was supposed to be there for three months. Like yeah. that was what we. And agreed. it was eight. And and I hit three. I hit three months, and I called him, and I'm like, I'm just starting to get the hang. Like I'm just starting to to learn how to tie this knot without having to walk through it. And I know what he's, you know, I know what the captain's saying when he's yelling, you know, turn about and whatever. And he's like, you you want to stay, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I, I think I want to sign another three month contract. And he's like, do it, you know. So I did it. Um, and then I, I was in in the last leg of it, and you know, I was 
other than the captain, the oldest, one of the oldest people on the boat. It is, you know, it was mostly like 21, 22, 23-year-olds. At the time, well, I was Well, because th- I was who 30. else could walk away from their family Exactly. No, but yeah. they don't, you know, and, <laughs> they, and the pay, you know, it's really minimal. I think I was yeah. making like 250 bucks a week. Like, you do it because there's no it. other yeah. experience what is like Kevin's, it. What is Kevin's weird hobby? You know, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin is an ultra runner. That yeah, is his yeah. weird hobby. Yeah. That Say that. motherfucker run. runs like... Lily, tell me what. Gone. I'm going to run a, a, a century. An, an ultra runner. So you have like marathon runners. That's what? 26.1 right. okay. miles. Ultra runners are the people that run anything over that. He'll okay. run a hundred miles. We had 13.1. We got half marathon. He just, he just ran um, last November. He ran 50, 50 miles. Hell yeah. Um, no. and, and oh, hell yeah. That's when, fucked up weird. It, I do joke. You're weird, Kevin. <laughs> I do ask his mom like what she like what she did to him as a child. Like, <laughs> why is he always running, Jackie? Well, what's he running yeah. from? Yesterday, yeah. so Friday, he it was his birthday. He turned thirty five. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Kevin! Yes. And um, he decided You're he wanted girl. to run thirty five miles for his just, on his birthday, just for fun. Like wow. yesterday, he's like, I'm gonna run thirty five miles. Yeah. Just. Is I'm going to get up and run. His 35th birthday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's 35 cute. for 35. That's super cute. So, no, it's not. I, I mean, if weird. you love to run, I don't weird. get it. But <laughs> it's, it's really inspiring because he's so, he's so disciplined. Like Committed, he, yeah. He gets up every morning. He goes. What does his mustache like, look like after he runs 35 miles? You know, it's still pretty well put together, actually. <laughs> I work out inside. Pretty perky. And your age can be an inspiration for how much you work out. I, so when I do... Uh, jump rope. Jump rope. <laughs> I do. I do fifty-two. Is that I what do, you do? I do yes, fifty-two. There you go. Absolutely. You need to stop laughing so hard, yeah. Mister. I work in. I work out at home because of this. I don't want anybody to see me. <laughs> People now. to see you. When we were training for the for the uh, half marathon that Dave Dunn yes, dared us to do, I would go out to Hawthorne Center. He would. He was so good. Like yeah. he he would run and like jog, so my neighbors wouldn't see me jogging yeah. because it, my neighbors would think that's weird. You're What's such a fast doing? walker. What though? I feel that? like it's just What's a quick. I literally uh, like. That's I, great. I, though. Eric said. I have been doing this, and he was. He was jogging. Lily, a little background. We got challenged to run a half marathon, $1,000 ah. to our favorite charity. If we did it, we couldn't turn that down. Yeah, yeah no so way. We did, we did a half marathon. Good for you. We, we, um, were, in, we were in this shape right yeah, here. Well, I mean, I might pretty have much. been a little fatter, which yeah. is weird because I'm great. pretty fat. You look great. <laughs> but, but like Eric trained. And the next morning, he's like, like, well, the, not the next morning, but the morning of, he's like, what did you do? And I said, <laughs> well, I didn't drink beer last night. Yeah. And wow. That was a, that, Sacrifices. That was, that was a lie. He may or may <laughs> oh, not. No. I may or may not have been drunk when I came Even back. got a, <laughs> a drink of beer during the race, possibly. Did I you definitely it? did. My parents met me at like mile <laughs> 17. Really? And they're like, here, take one of these Bud Lights. That's, that's, that's me, but like I'm not giving Kevin the beer. I'm just like, like, hey, good job, buddy. Like, I know for sure, Lily and Kevin, you were you were you were both here during uh, um, Run Galesburg Run. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Did yeah. you guys walk in them, or did Kevin compete in a few? No, he. No. I don't. Was he always working during that time? Yeah, yeah. usually, usually it didn't work out because sure. we were doing theater. It was just some kind of like rehearsal or tech something that day or something going on in yeah. the theater. I'm trying to remember like. What was the inciting run? I mean, he we we like to do obstacle courses, and he's done like 
the Spartan oh, the, and the you Warrior. You did that with him. Wait, 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 what's yeah. the mud thing? Tough like where mutter. you go. Yeah, the mud, Tough Mudder. Yeah. We did tough that together. Mutter. We did the, the Badass Dash. That's like obstacles, which so I really you, like the obstacles. You That's do those with him. Me. You don't run on the daily with him, though. <laughs> no, yeah. she's like, I'll go put the sail up, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You go run I, I in the mud. I prefer to dance or like do stage combat to work out. And I play roller derby. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a city rollers. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Yeah. right there with ted mandy and eric you're listening to the a little off track podcast stay tuned for more entertaining conversations with the lovely lily blau in ahead there's a lot more well, i've been watching videos of like roller derby in the 70s yes and that yeah. shit is fucked up we're first of all we're flat track so that usually you typically see like bank track which is the rake yes the rate um so we're on a flat track and there's just a lot more rules for safety sure That's now good. i mean you're not things- allowed to like Jump up and kick I mean, him in not the face if you get stuff. caught. No, you know, keeps it fun though. It keeps <laughs> you know, it fun, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Kevin's sister did just break her wrist yesterday, and it, oh, uh, no. so yeah, oh, no. yeah. So she's taking it like a champ. Um, she's awesome. Penny Payne, that's her name. Penny she's Payne. what is your name? I, yeah. I am Julius Squeeze her or Squeezer Julius Squeezer. So yes. my I studied Roman. That my <laughs> emphasis in my master's was the you know follow the Roman Republic, rise of the Roman Empire. And really? I, um, my, my classmates, yeah, my classmates used to joke that I had an abusive relationship with Caesar, who, if you, you know anything about him, like could be a good man, could be a bad man. Sure. So I would always be like, well, he didn't mean it. You know, he, he, he loves the people. He didn't mean to do that. You know, he's really a good guy. Wow. So, so yeah, I'm Julius Squeezer. Yeah, That's, I love it. Although I, um, alternative names were going to be, um, Angela Slamsbury. That's <laughs> amazing. That's or Julie Slamdrews. <laughs> oh, that's so too, yeah. That might still happen. I don't Julius know. Yeah. And we would be remiss not to mention the fact that you do stage combat training, but also I just read about your intimacy coordinating for theater productions. Yeah. So wait, combat training is, is stunt stunt uh, work on stage. Yep. You yep. teach. I teach that. I'm a certified teacher with Dueling Arts International. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, and then this is, a. Th- of course it's a thing. Someone's yeah. got to teach you how to make love on stage, right? That's a thing. Is that yep. what you so, do? In, yep. I do in- intimacy choreography. That's um, pretty great. Wait. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So okay. there's a shift, right? This is Whoa. recently, <laughs> there's been a shift in the past few years where actors are you know, standing up for themselves and saying like, hey, it's uncomfortable for me to just yeah. start making out with this person yes. or oh. or more intimate activities on or stage. Or this has been happening in, in, on this stage for years. Let's change this. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I know Mandy probably has stories because any girl who's ever done theater, and which isn't to say that men haven't also had this experience, sure. but like I guarantee you every woman I know who's in theater has had a tongue like slipped down her throat at some point or like somebody be really creepy because they can't separate oh. the relationship on stage from the relationship in real life. That sucks right, if that's happened to, to either real, one of you. But that doesn't mean that it has to be Yeah, and the younger and the younger yeah. performers Settle down, Brando. Yeah. <laughs> Back up there, Brando. Up. You know, and and I work with I work with high schoolers a lot, and I think right. it's especially important with that group because oh. they they don't know how to navigate all of those emotions. Right. Yeah. So they are potentially falling, thinking that they are developing feelings for their castmates. 
and they don't know how to express them or they've never kissed somebody and we're just telling them like, oh, kiss. I mean, I've been in the room. I, I'm, you know, we know better now, so we have to do better. But I've, you been in, I've done it. You know, yeah, I've been yeah. in the room where we're like, OK, just kiss now. Yeah. And and now we have a process and we have vocabulary and language wow. where we can we can help them uh, desexual. Like we say desexualize the language. So we're yeah. really talking about anatomy. We're choreographing the movement. You know, OK, you're going to close distance with your bodies. You're going to put your lips on her lips you're going to do it for four seconds it, you know we have we talk about the varying levels of touch or um like the degrees of the quality of touch the length of time mm. this is it's, amazing it's great. honestly I and i hadn't really i uh, honest to god i'd never really thought about it before but like i have a daughter who's like coming up in theater mm -hmm. and like i know this is where she's gonna go and i never really thought about like the Kiss. Right. Yeah. And, and like, what does that mean yeah. to a It's like a kid, kiss in every show. You know? Yeah. Like, well, and then, so, so there's great. kiss and then there's like directors saying things like, oh, it, it there's just no chemistry or like yeah. kiss. I think Kevin was recently in a show where a director said, you know, kiss passionately. Yeah. And it was like, well, what does that, what does right. that mean? Like right. that might mean something totally different yeah. to me and you. And then you got And what these... that looks like versus what that feels like right. is something totally different. And wow. then we're talking about people, you know, who are married and, and like we talk about it, you know, but it's like what, you don't know people's lives. Like, well, it, it's like just, you, you say, have to be able to have the conversation. Right. What does that yeah. look like? Yeah. So, so we have tools now that we can use to help wow. guide and choreograph and, mm -hmm. and also to, to help protect actors. Because if anybody who's ever done improv knows that like one of the main tenets of theater, right. Is the, the notion of yes. And yes. Right. Um, in improv, and. that's, that's somebody gives you an idea, <laughs> right? If you're improving a scene, it's like, oh, Mandy, how was the doctor's appointment? And, and. it was great. <laughs> right. And. So Mandy has to say, yes, I was at the doctor's appointment. And then the idea is to yeah. add on to the Carried scene on. as yeah. a point to just being like, oh, I wasn't at the doctor's. I, I was the doctor. at the DMV. Right. That yeah. ends the scene. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, you know, and, and beyond that, it's that notion of like actors want to be, likable we want people to think we're not difficult we want yeah. you know so the younger younger actors i think have a hard time saying no or asking for clarification and so right. i you know we come in not just to give them choreography but to give them tools to help them how cool say is no or ask questions you know and say like hey i'm not comfortable with the you know we give that i, I always say there's nothing we can't choreograph within your boundaries. Mm -hmm. So if the script says there's a kiss, what are we what's the story we're actually trying to tell and does it have to be a kiss? If they're not yeah. comfortable with a kiss, there's a lot of things that are just as intimate as a kiss. For sure. That doesn't on, have to be. On the other end of that as mm -hmm. a as an actress and coming up in theater, mm -hmm. what would you wouldn't you also say what a great place to fall in love the arts in the yes, in theater, right? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And and it just takes the weirdness out of things like Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's great. You said choreography, uh huh. So, like, um, I'm gonna say, can you beat up Eric safely and convincingly? Yes, yes. yeah. yeah. Sure. So we are rolling on the camera. <laughs> no, can we do this? <laughs> he no. Says no, actually, <laughs> not. actually, Lily had to come in for a death trap, and she helped. Yeah, um, yeah. No. So no. I did. I did all the fights for death trap. So I still right. I'm yeah. still involved in the theater community. Was, but I haven't yeah, seen it. Is oh, thing. you should have. Yeah, the no, 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 no. Jumped. I want you to beat up Eric. Oh, I'm no, not. I saw the. I did see Death Trap, and I got to see some of the 
uh, maybe a, a rehearsal of it and you coming in and showing some oh, people yeah, how to yeah. maybe fall through a door or something like that. I can't remember yeah, who it well, was. Yeah, well, there was but... some knife work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was a crossbow. Yep. And then you had to they teach me how to fall because I had to die. Yeah, it's not just violence, to, right? It's just yeah. how to how to do things physically that tell a specific story See, and I do it safely, safely and repetitively, yes, right? Right. It's I not just can you do so it once, cool. but can you do it five times in a row or eight? You know, on Broadway mm. they're doing eight shows a week for right. eight to ten weeks. So we're thinking not just is it believable, but is it repeatable? And it re- and are yes. we doing long term damage to you? Is it believable? Like yeah, so. Yeah. This is one of these things about uh, theater that I think a lot of people miss Mm -hmm. is the backside, Mm -hmm. you know, like where you, you have people that are running the lights or, or doing what you're doing, you know, like these are things that actors need to make this thing that you go one time and see Mm -hmm. and it's awesome. But, like, you don't understand on the backside of it, like, there are people who are, like, teaching someone how to kiss, mm-hmm. how to fall, how to break, how to... How to cut that rope that drops that sandbag on yeah. that guy's head. How, how, to, to, how, like to, how to, pretend to to the top and go, yeah. no, seriously, honey, I'm learning how to tie a knot. I'm not learning how to do Scott. How to, how to pretend? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Scott? Going on? You know how to pretend to die from poison. I actually come in. Yes. I came in a couple years ago and did um, did a workshop for the academy. Tim asked me to come in. He 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 invites me in sometimes. Um, and I did one on dying on stage mm. because we all know middle schoolers and high schoolers are so like morbid, yes. um, right. like shockingly morbid. Yes. And so like, we just talked about like, okay, like poison, like what's this going to like, sh- you yeah. just, you know, stabbing poison, you know, they love it. It is, I it bet. is one of my favorite workshops to teach is like how to die on stage. <laughs> Can you take my daughter for a weekend? Sure. Like just sure. show her some shit. Come on up. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 I, I have to say, if yeah. I was listening and I heard the trajectory, we are all over the place of your career. Um, for someone um, who's listening, like uh, that maybe wants to be an actress or, or go on the stage and loves everything that they've heard that you've accomplished mm-hmm. and the adventures that it lets you, yeah. uh, the opportunities that open up. Mm-hmm. Um, what were a few of the hardships that uh, knocked Lily back a few notches? Did- well, one was going away, moving away from mm. my family to go to school. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to be as far away as I went yeah, and there just weren't, there wasn't a program I thought was right for me in Alaska and there really wasn't anything on the West coast. And I had actually taken a stage combat class um, while I was looking at colleges and they had brought in a guest teacher who happened to be the head of movement at Western. Mm. And he was like, Hey, you should check out our school. We've got a great program. And, um, you know, he's now one of my, one of my mentors, but Mm. so moving away was hard. It was, I didn't know anybody uh, yeah. in Macomb. I was living on campus with a, I was 20, 20. I was about to turn 21. So I had taken some time off. I had a 17 year old roommate, you know, and I, now I look back and I'm like, that wasn't that different, but we were like worlds apart bet, in life right. experience. Like, yeah. Because of the choices that I had made, but it was it was hard. I remember it being really <laughs> like pirates, lonely. Yeah, it was it was really lonely. And my mom was in Florida, and you know, um, but oh, I have just crippling like self doubt and and stage fright. It, to be an actor is to be 
vulnerable to mm. strangers. Um, and I, I was listening to a, an interview with Joaquin Phoenix, and he said, um, I "It's love it's too so much. yeah, he's so I love him great." Um, he was talking about how he goes, "You just have to accept that you're going to embarrass yourself." Every time you step out to do what you're going to do, and you just have to be okay with that. You have to fight every social urge that you have yeah. to get on stage and be maybe something that you're not. Sometimes you play fun characters, and sometimes you play awful ones who, yeah. you know, that you don't relate to, but. Mm. You know, it's important, you know, they talk, theater is holding up the mirror to society, right? So, like, we have this, not to get all precious about theater, but, like, this this task of, we have an opportunity to help people think about themselves and the world differently. And we have to do that sometimes at the the expense of ourselves. Um, And get over that crippling self-doubt, like you said. It can be crippling. It can. So, there's, there's one, like, being vulnerable just because you're going up and you're doing weird and scary things on stage. There's rejection, right? You know, mm-hmm. you talk about all of the shows that you're in, but you know, we don't often talk about the shows you're not in the times you don't get the roles that you want, the times that you want the lead and you get the ensemble. And, you know, in children's theater, we deal with this a lot because we really try to impress upon them the importance of everybody in the show. Sure. And and sometimes, you know, we get some pushback that's like, Oh, you don't, you just say that. And it's, that's not true. Like it, sometimes one ensemble characters are way more fun than uh, lead roles are. Yeah. But like, you can't, you can't have a show of all bells. Like beauty and the beast doesn't work if everybody's <laughs> bell, right? You have right. to create the world and, yeah. um, Shit, man, but reject, you down. know, that, that rejection. <laughs> beauty and the beast, all bells. All bells. Yeah. Yeah. All something bells. different. That's the show we're going to take to Edinburgh. Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Beauty and bell, bell and bell, bell and bell, bell and bell, bell and the bells. Um, you know, so, so rejection, you have to just be comfortable with the fact that you're not always going to be the right fit for a role. And that's just good life advice. Like sometimes it's just not going to work out and it's okay. Um, but you have to do it a lot, especially if you want to be professional, because just like anybody who does any kind of gig or like consulting work, you're constantly trying to find your next job. It's finite. Mm. It's, you sign a contract for a few months and then you need to be um, I bet it's weird to some people uh, that theater is your life, you know, um, that, but I mean, it, you, it's ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. You know, I, I, you know what I did on Friday? I taught, I taught a ninja themed summer camp. Shut <laughs> up. For, I, I showed See? up. Yeah. I showed that's up. That's weird awesome. and wonderful. I yeah. meant weird in a great way. Yeah. 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 But that's awesome. But like, I'm you like, have a cool job and, and yeah. if other people know it, I, people said that to me before and maybe I didn't know it or appreciate it enough, but I think you probably you probably do appreciate. I I am more and more, yeah, because yeah, yeah I spent nine a.m. to four p.m. with <laughs> various kids, and we were crawling around and learning how to be ninjas and popping bubbles with swords. Because like, what better way to learn yeah. how to use a sword than to attack bubbles? Sure. And um, they made a little video. the The studio I did this at made a little video of like here's what we did in ninja camp. And <laughs> I was watching this and I'm like, this is my, like, this is my, like I get paid to <laughs> do this. Do. My <laughs> job. Like, this is awesome. Ninja like camp. what, what a gift. Yeah. And I love doing things like that. That's like, how can I get stage combat as, as one of my recent students in Denver said, um, I'm so glad I discovered stage combat because it's the, I've now found a way to work out that doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> so I think about, 
like I love moving. I dance. I do stage. Like movement is so essential. And I think play is even more so. And like I, I truly believe the more we play as adults, like the better the quality of your life is, which is mm. an avenue theater gives you, which is why even if you're not a professional theater person, like find a community theater and do it because it's just playing dress up. It's playing pretend. And play is crucial. Movement yeah. is crucial. And yeah. so if we can teach kids things like focus and collaboration and teamwork Sorry. and we're using stage con- you know let's pretend to be ninjas to do that it's like hiding veggies and cake you know it's yeah it's hiding like, veggies and cake i love yeah, that teaching lifelong lessons but we do that with the adults too you know when we're teaching stage combat to college students i was just in denver teaching a workshop with um m- mostly college students and it's it's the same thing. We're trying to teach them, like, here's ways you can be expressive with your body that you might not have considered before. Here's ways you can strengthen your body. Here's ways you can work out. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. like to jog, let's we'll teach you how to stay stay fit with a sword. You know, did you yeah. hear that? If you don't like to jog, right? With Ted, Mandy, and Eric, you're listening to the A Little Off Track podcast. What you guys don't know is that I did when I was texting Lily to set this up. I was like, hey, we want to you know feature your talent because you are so talented like would you want to sing for us or would you like share some tracks and she agreed to sing yeah so i mean like live yeah you're really gonna the last time i saw you 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 were singing i had a camera in my hand it was joey and i were taping oh the christmas during covid yeah yeah it was the fundraiser follies for uh, the orpheum right yeah, it was hard not to cry during that one. I was singing... Um, have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, Karen Carpenter. Oh. Beautifully. Oh. Yeah, thank you. By, <laughs> by the way, channel her. Do you try to, or is she an influence? Because she's in your fabric a little bit. Who? Carpenter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. you can tell. Yes. As soon as you said that, I was like, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I love... That's one of my favorite songs to sing at Christmas. That's what Carol I meant about King, that classic like, voice. Yeah. One can of we, the favorite Can we things- have a Christmas song? Like in the Christmas middle of the summer? June. No, you can only do Christmas in July. I told her Son that she bitch. could pick anything she wanted, so I don't know she if can pick there was anything she came wants. up with. Or... I mean, there was uh, there's lots of things. I'm not sure I've decided. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I thought you know, would right. pull the room. Think about yeah. it. Yeah, think about it, and we'll do a uh, thing about a thing. Uh, Mandy, nice white new tennis shoes, oh. by the way, there. Yeah. I got those at Marshall's. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I have a girlfriend who always sports these like white tennies, and I'm always like, could I keep a white tennis shoe clean? I don't know. <laughs> How long? But I'm trying. <laughs> How long and so far? I like three days. Yeah. So I remember being a thank kid. Thank you for noticing. Your first day of school with your new kid. The next time you see me, they'll be like, not. Nah, like, Mandy, good. cool green shoes you have. Yeah, right? Wow. Ooh, nice tan shoes, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Are we going to do a thing about a thing? If, yeah, Are we doing a thing about a thing? What's a thing about a thing? Lily's thing about a thing. The thing about a, a thing is just something we haven't given it a title, so Ted's like, uh, "Oh, we forgot to do the thing about the thing." No, so it's we have a thing called about it. Thing. We've we've called it a thing about the thing, and and we just each talk about something we've seen, uh, read, or done, or really want other people to know about. That's oh, nice. Kinda, kind of special yeah. to us. It's so. a thing about a thing. I yeah. love it. I love I've already it. kind of talked to you guys about mine because I was so moved, and maybe you have already seen this because it's in the Quad Cities. Um, we went to Beyond Van Gogh yeah. oh, at the River man. Center. Yes. Yeah. And I just saw a commercial for it and said, oh, Mandy said she saw that. Oh, yeah. my, my gosh. My girls want to go to that. You have bad. to do it. You must yeah. do it. You absolutely must. It was Lily, so you're up there, so you've cool. been... 
Yeah, too. Okay. I, I saw it when it was in Chicago. I haven't had a chance to go to this one, but okay. we're, we're planning to go because it, I mean, I was like weeping. I took we, my dad, yes. um, he he was in town and we were like, we got to go. And I wasn't sure how he was going to feel about it. Mm. And we stayed twice. It, it kind of rotates after like an hour or so nice. through. We stayed for like two or three of them just yeah. to get like yeah. different wow. vantage points and it's a full sensory experience. You get the visual. If you like the visual art, if you like sound and you're deeply moved by right. sound, there's beautiful sound. It's just. And the story they anything. tell you, the way they mm. frame him as an artist is so different from the way he's framed historically. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, going in, like, I knew as much about Van Gogh as anybody does, right? Sure. I mm. mean, just like the basics. He, really, he lost an ear. He lost an ear. Somebody, he was, you know, like somebody a Somebody died. Everybody yeah, died. Might have been troubled, yes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, great fame. Really, honestly, wasn't even one of my favorite artists. Like, the style mm-hmm. just... I, I like realism, so like that's really not what he does. But then walking through and getting to see the up close way that he combined color and like the layers and the way it, it would dry and it would kind of crack. Ooh. And it was just like I, I saw his work in a whole new way. And then you you see in his own writings how very little he thought of himself, mm-hmm. which is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And how he he truly thought he was no one and he could accomplish nothing. And he created Starry Night from the room in an asylum that he checked himself into. One of the greatest works yeah, that right. he's ever made. How, said- how many copies of that are around the world? This one's sticking with you because we saw you three days ago, Ted and I. And yeah. You were well, and, about it and my husband and I went and we were both, I mean, several times we looked at each other with tears in our eyes because... It is so moving because not only was he not nobody, but here we are 150 years later and how many people around the world have been moved by this and by what he did and and just that the humanity of his story that Mm -hmm. we've all been in that moment where you think that I don't have it in me and I don't know what I'm doing here and maybe this is all futile. And maybe it's not. So we already wanted to go see it, but like your description of it, like I want to go feel those feels. Yeah, you got to do it. Well, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think one of the things that really stuck with me was, uh, I'm not sure where it is in the exhibit, but the line is said, maybe you were an artist for a future generation. So like his work wasn't appreciated at that time, right. but 150 yeah. years later, he's an artist for people that weren't born yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. like my butt Xeroxes, yeah, 150 years, Could be. Could be. From 200 now. years, people are going to be weeping. <laughs> right. Well, weeping. you know the thing about the thing that's great about digital is it sticks around forever. Uh, <laughs> it's it's around. the great thing about digital. <laughs> Is it? So anyways, that's my thing about a thing. Thank you. Go see Beyond yes, Van Gogh. do it. Do it. Your butt Xerox in your laugh. That's all we need left. Butt over. Xerox, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go next. If you'd like. All right, I'm going to yeah. go. Um... Uh, mine is... Yours are always condensed, too, so we like to put yours up. Oh, yeah, okay, small is what you're saying. Go short. They're quick. Go short. They're always, they're never long. <laughs> I never go long on anything. You've got right. such an economy of words. All right, so I'm going to say this. Um, <laughs> I love Star Wars. Like, I absolutely love Star Wars. Um, I go deep into the expanded universe. Like, I have read... 
probably hundreds of the expanded universe books. Mm-hmm. So like you you might know the nine movies. Um, but there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other books that go into Star Wars. And um I have always wanted my daughter to be into that with me, and she has never really liked it. <laughs> like, but at all, yes, like at at all. And um so the like a couple of months ago, she's like, Daddy, this summer you and I are gonna watch Star Wars together. Oh, and I'm fun. like, shut up, like don't tell me this okay. stuff if you don't mean it. <laughs> Did you and almost start crying right there? I did. Yeah. yeah. I did start crying a little bit. I would. But seriously, like, um, school ended. And so for the last um, 10 days, I'll say at this point in time when you're hearing this, every single night we eat dinner and we watch a Star Wars movie. <gasps> and we fun. started at the very beginning. And my wife was like, where do we start? And I'm like, I don't want her to watch this. And I'm gonna. Are you doing it chronologically by like release or yes? See, so this is the thing. So I wanted to go by release, Mm -hmm. and my wife said no. We've got to go by how how you saw it. The universal timeline. Yeah, universal timeline, which is uh, three, four, five, and then or I'm sorry, four, five, six, one, two, three. Seven, eight, nine. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. That is complicated. So we all decided that we're going to watch them in the order that they came out. Gotcha. And she has been <laughs> loving them. Yes. Like, like we watched these and we watched these. And then I was kind of thinking like one night, I don't know what we were doing, but I'm like, gosh, it's probably Oh God, you didn't try to throw a Star Trek in there, did you? <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah, wait, no. wait. All right, honey, here's Deep Space Nine. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Gotta really hook the kid. No, but I, I thought it was a little too late. And she's like, Daddy, aren't we going to watch Star Wars Aww, tonight? And I'm like, she loves yep. it. Yeah, honey. Yeah, we, we are. We are. So, like, my heart is just exploding and. Well, I'm sure. Palpatining. I'm sure. Palpatining. I'm well, sure. Not palpitating, but palpatining. Palpatining. Yeah. You got you. Got you. <laughs> you got it. Lily got it. Okay. I'm sure Lily's dad can attest, and and uh, and and Brian can attest, and I can too. Uh, having a bond with your daughter oh, is pretty man. special. When you yeah. find it, because we don't always, we do when they're younger, and then you know, like eight through thirteen can be tough, and yeah. then you know it gets weird. But yeah. if you got that one or two things that you just have with them, it doesn't matter. That's Absolutely. all. That's so right ours this summer is that's wonderful. Is Star Wars, Lily? <laughs> oh no! Think, think about, about a thing. thing. Oh, think no. about a thing. Think about a thing. Oh. Um. <laughs> Did I tell you that was 25 minutes of, of fucking Star Wars? That was one sentence hey, he had. Was, you, I kept it short, man. One sentence you he was had. One, short. I think it was just one sentence took six and a half minutes. He's an elaborator. He's an expander. He an expander upon. Love it's it. true. I'm sorry. It's nothing. I don't know. I'm, I'm in like a panic now. No, I get it. <laughs> I was yeah. listening. I was thinking about a thing. <laughs> it's your thing about a thing now, Lily. I could go on a little bit more about yeah, Star Wars if be, you need yeah. a I don't think it'll it help because I'm just going to want to listen to your story because I hey, love keep Star yours. Wars. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and do mine. Mine today, I'm currently, I, I don't know if Lily knows, but my wife and I, we've, 
videotape weddings. Videography. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't that. know that's what you were going to say you videotaped, but cool. <laughs> that's cool. what we do. So, I'm, after two weeks after I do a wedding. They have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> The bride, the wedding kink. Yeah, it's a wedding kink. And Ted, as you remember, when we did (laughs) weddings together, uh, two weeks after we do the the wedding, couple weeks after. You guys did my wedding, by the way. Yeah. The bride gets a preview video. Yeah. So uh, last night and this morning, I was watching the preview video. And because I was really tired, um, I was watching some of the same over and over. And if you're a videographer and you do a wedding, you get to know the family a little bit, right? Yeah. And then especially if you're editing the video. So I started crying this morning on one Aww. scene when I was watching it. But it was like, you know those good cries? So I thought, I'm going to ask the podcast today, where do you have your best cries? Oh. And some of mine are in the car with songs. But what a great release. It wasn't a bad cry. Yeah. I seriously, it was, like, it was like it was like 5.35. And I'd been up, I think I got there like 3.45 to start wow. doing this. Yeah. So I was tired and yeah, you're sleepy. a little emotional. And I'm watching this one scene. And I just start crying. I'm like, this isn't even my, I don't even care about this. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> but it is. It's, I, and I do it at other times too. And what a great release. Uh, so Theodore, your best place to cry. <laughs> Tell us, come on, let it out. Well, you let know it what? out. <laughs> like a good cry that feels on good. Like podcast, that was a fucking good cry. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you cry. move on with my day. I don't cry. No, um, I, mine is probably when I think about things like what you're talking about. Yeah. Or when I think about things like what I just shared. Yeah. You know, like it, it's it's typically when I'm reminiscing somehow like bringing I don't trying think, to bring it back I knew until as an adult that crying was like a good release mm-hmm. I feel it. like not it's enough people important. cry I no. think we would mm-hmm. have less problems in the world if we had mandated crying do you do you solo cry every once in a while uh, like good yeah. healthy well, cries well you know I lost my dad like um I think it'll be going on five years so you know that just that'll creep up and get you like mm-hmm. when you least expect it yeah. you know if I'm outside a lot of times if I'm like connected with nature and I'm already having like a really like peaceful moment that that'll get me well, uh, most but in people. the car. Yeah. A song, a song can take yeah. me out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Songs do it for me. Yeah. A lot. Music yeah. will get me mm-hmm. in the car. Solo song. Um, get you. no, I have a lot of music in my head. Like there's constantly a song playing. I call yeah. it brain radio. Um, so <laughs> usually like I'll just be like standing. Kevin can attest that like, I'll just be doing nothing and like uh, maybe I'll be humming or I'll be staring off into space and then he'll like come up and he'll be like, what are you thinking about? And I will just like, yeah, cry. That's great. Yeah. You know, music, music usually is the thing that doesn't for me. And it's, it's not even lyrics. There's, there's certain, I mean, there's specific songs that if I hear like a note progression, I, I will just, yeah, tears. yeah. Mm-hmm. there's just something there's three magical. or four and i'll say one recent um is adele's someone like you oh. I, i'll put mm. that up there is is like the fa- uh, saddest songs i've ever heard in my yeah. life yeah there's certain is. parts of that song when i hear it i'm just she just rips your heart and, yes. she does, yeah. and then and, and, she, and then she jumps emotes. on top of it yes. she sings with such emotional gravity yes. too which not everybody you know some people have nice voices but yeah they don't convey any oh, she man. just 
yeah. is in her songs. Yeah. Which song is that? Is that the one that came out in that movie? Two albums ago. No. No. What was the one? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Lady Gaga and... You're thinking of Bradley Cooper. Stars, yeah. You're thinking of Star is Born. Born. The remake. Yeah. Yeah, That's Born. a pretty great song, too. Yeah. Sorry, but like that day was the day that I got sober. What is yeah. that? And wow. like... Uh, that song. My wife and I went and saw that movie together, yeah. and yeah. like that breaks my heart oh, because wow. at the end of that movie, he's like he kills himself so because. But then, he, but then he comes Spoiler. back to life and takes the kids to the circus. No, why'd you ruin it? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I mean, but that's one of those yet. things yeah. that gets me. No, like, I that know. Song. I know. I know. Yeah. I all, don't know the all name of, of it, but all of like the, when I hear it, it's sad. <laughs> all of the... The one uh, they sing together? Yeah. It's driving me crazy. I yeah. can't think of the name of it. No. What is the name of it? Eric knows. I'm on the deep end. Is it yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you, can you insert that song in here right now in the background? Sing it for us. No, I can't. I'm on the deep end. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> I'll look oh, yeah. it up. Sorry. Yeah, no, we don't want to run into Lily, like... I'll make your thing about a thing. Do you have one or I'll make yours easy? You said music. What are you listening to right now? No, but... no, she has a thing. What? She well, has a thing about I, a thing. I, I, maybe, I don't know if it's it's the right thing. You got um, a thing. There's no wrong thing. I, so Tell I, us your thing. I mentioned that I was in Denver recently teaching a workshop um, and I had the that the fortune great. of um, driving to Denver with my dad. Uh, he was in St. Paul for a conference the week before and I messaged him or I was just chatting with him and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting ready to drive up to Denver for this workshop. And he's like, why don't I go with you? Like, that's like a 13 hour drive. So he flew to my house um, and well, we drove straight up. to your house. Well, he went for, he was in oh. St. Paul. So he, he actually drove St. Paul to my house and then mm. he spent a couple days there and then we drove up to Denver and then he flew he flew out, and we just don't we don't get to do that. I, yeah. I see him awesome. once a year, once every few years. So yeah. I, you talking about your dad and and people talking about that's it, a good just, thing. About it's a just thing. remembering, you know, it's being like, hey, go hug your dad. Like, yeah. go go find yeah. time, make time for the people you love. That's do you great. Hear this Aurora, come hug your dad. Aww. Yeah, like she's because. already watching all those Star Wars for you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing it. Um, because yeah, it was just I felt. Yeah, I felt really lucky that I got to do that. That's so. awesome. Cool. Yeah, do it. We 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 <laughs> go on road trips with your dad <laughs> or your mom or whoever. Yeah, we feel lucky too, Mandy. It looks there's no rain out there, right? That I don't. That Lily's gonna get so. a nice, uh, clear ride, pretty clear ride home, and Ooh. we appreciate you coming all the way. Down. My pleasure. I love yeah. this yeah. ride. Yeah. Well, your your friend Mandy's here, so you're gonna probably yeah, hang it's out golden. with her. A bit yeah, we're anyway. gonna go yes, get drunk. I'm yeah, probably. So <laughs> Not drunk because I'll be driving. I, no I drinking. never get to see you as much as I like. I Would know. you do me like a classic favor? Would you do me a good favor? What What you need? Well, like... What you need? What you need? What you, what need, you need, honey? <laughs> when you get home, uh-huh. slap that mustache off your Right off? Face. Right off. Oh. Just... I only oh, know how to do that. that. <laughs> I only know how to do that safely, and that doesn't make any contact. So I'm not sure it's gonna be <laughs> effective. Just, just, yeah. do, just be like, I don't Ted know if that'll says, be effective. Smack. <laughs> I mean, I love it. You know, I didn't know how I felt about it when I first saw it, but he he, he loved it, and it. it's become he really does rock it, yeah. and it's become such a part of. Like who he, who he is, and, and it gradually grew in front of you. It wasn't like you woke up one day and were like, "Oh, honey, no, what, no, what the it hell? Did, he, <laughs> he grew it while I was on the boat. Oh, he really? Did. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. 
Oh. He appeared on the boat, and I was like, "Well, you kind of oh, that's the mustache." <laughs> You're like, "That happened." That's <laughs> that's the least he can do to you for going away for a little while, right? I remember he used to. We used to we used to talk and be like, oh, yeah, my wife's on a boat. People would be like, oh, my man, like, that's rough, buddy. And he's like, yeah. no, like, like, like we d- we talked about yeah. it. Like, we knew. People would constantly ask, like, does your husband know where you are? And I was like, oh, yeah. my God. No, <laughs> like, you know, I just like, snuck out No, but I just left. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would happen? You know what would happen? It'd be Laura on that ship and on the other end. All the pirates would hear me cry, like, please come home. Please come home. Oh, Maybe please I don't know how to make dinner. With Ted, Mandy, and Eric, you're listening to the A Little Off Track podcast. <laughs> so, yes, singing? Yes, singing? Maybe sure. No, I'll sing. Oh, so, shit. I just didn't know what. Yeah. I didn't know what. It's not. Ugh. So, I thought, like, maybe I would do two, like, two different because okay. I have, like, the Broadway, like, I do my music theater, but yeah. then, like, I wanted to be a lounge singer. So, like, maybe I'll show you yeah. some of my, like, curious. We would love a taste of lounge singing. Yeah. So, I, I thought for the, the Broadway, because Mary Poppins was my favorite role, and I'm not actually sure I'm gonna be able to do this without crying, but it's a really, it's a small little snippet. Um, if you've never seen, I don't remember if this is in the movie. So if you haven't seen the stage version, it's possible you've never heard Spoonful of Sugar reprise or reprise. Mm, yeah. She yeah. sings it at the end of the show. Um, and when I, the show that I did, I'm sitting on the bed, Jane and Michael's bed, and I'm looking around the, the nursery and she's deciding it's time to go. This is mm. when she realizes like my job is done. I have to go. And um, I was like actively trying not to cry while I was performing this because I just fell in love with the cast and the kids. Um, and if if you ever get the chance to have a child look at you the way a child looks at you when you're Mary Poppins, oh, <laughs> that's do it. awesome. Do it. Um, it's I don't know that I'm ever gonna have that but opportunity. It, you know, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry because it. So so I I will sing. Um, the, the spoonful reprise, which is, again, the last thing Mary sings at the, at the end of the show. I will try okay. to do it. So proud that. to have uh, Lily Plow yep. oh, um, singing on uh, a you little off track. I might track. have to make sure I get the, I get the lyrics right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We should have gotten her like a little stick with a curly mustache that lo- she could have held up while she Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're obsessed. I'm obsessed it, a little bit. Kevin, with the if you're hearing this, he's obsessed. <laughs> Lily, there's water to your left down there. If you oh, were is there? dying I'm have to stand for some, up. I don't know. Yeah, no, stand up oh and yeah, make so an adjustment to, to that mic. There we go. Yeah. With every job when it's complete, there is a sense of bittersweet. That moment when you know the task is done. Though in your heart you'd like to stay To help things on their way You've always known They must do it alone I don't know if I, <laughs> I can't do it Holy shit! That was so that that was just, Okay, okay. Here, so gonna... that just came out of the sailor that what we've happened? been talking to. <laughs> you gotta go whole... back. Wow. What happened? Oh, shit. Thank open you. Up. Oh, I have a hard time Thank seeing that you. one because it's just. Because I, and because I teach I teach kids, yeah. like, I, I feel like that always, that there's always that moment of like. 
I want to help. I want to keep giving notes. I want to keep. Yeah. And then you sometimes you just have to like let them go. Go for it, you know. Balls. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. amazing. And wait, you wanted to go the other end of the spectrum yeah. too? Yeah. What did you yeah, yeah. Lounge. So I was trying. What so is... I can do. Well, I have a few options here. One yeah. was when I was on the ship. Um, part of what I when they found out I could sing. Is it a I sailor st- song? I started doing um a program where I would sing sea shanties and, and teach people like how. How you can learn about, you know, hist- history through music, right? If you listen yeah. to sea shanties, you can learn. So I used to sing a song. Um, I could do one of my karaoke favorites, which is I Feel the Earth Move, Carol King. That couldn't be more opposite, maybe, from Julia Andrews. Um, or I can do... You can do Carol King a- in, like, sea shanty mode? <laughs> oh, yes! I don't know. That- <laughs> I want a sea shanty! Sea shanty game. I want a sea shanty! Oh, I don't know if I'm going to remember these words correctly. This isn't so one okay. I would sing on the boat, but it's it's a it's a shanty I really love to sing um, called South Australia. Um, in South Australia, I was born. Heave away, hollow away. South Australia, round Cape Horn. We're bound for South Australia. Hollow away, you rolling kings. Heave away, hollow away. Hollow away, you'll hear me sing. We're bound for South Australia. I don't remember any of the other lyrics <laughs> on that one. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, like it's that great. It's That's great. a fun. It's a it's a jaunty one. Some of them are like really dirgy. You know, the one right. I would sing is called "Roll the Old Chariot Along," and it's a <laughs> it's a hauling, a really slow like, and we'll roll the old chariot along. It's yeah, but it's really personal because it talks about like the kind of food they would eat. It talks about missing home, and so that's a really good one to use when you're teaching. They almost sound like Irish songs. There is well, there, there's a, a folk, yeah, that right. folk influence. I think yeah. the 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 oral history, you know, to music and the work song, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I probably got to hear this in its entirety when we have karaoke. Yeah, you might yeah. have. Well, I could do Carol King, or I could do like Peggy Lee or Frank Sinatra, or you know. <gasps> So Frank Sinatra. That used to be my. He's uh, kind of out of my range, so I have to make up a key for him. But I have got the world on a string, sitting on a rainbow. Got that string around my finger. What a world! I started too low. What a life! I'm in love. I got a song that I sing. I can make the rain go anytime I move my finger. What a world! What a life! I'm in love. Lily Blowen, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you. Thank so you. Like, That's awesome. Can you come over to our house and just like hang out? It? Sure, yes. sure. Yeah. So I remember. I am for hire. I'll sing, I'll sing anywhere. I'll sing anything. I went to a show and you sang um, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Oh, I love that song oh, so much. Yeah. I sing that song just for fun. Yeah. yeah I love that song. Like, I grew up listening to that eight track mm-hmm. with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did I. Yes. Like when I was a kid, I remember sitting in the living room. And like my mom putting the eight track in. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Sing it. Yeah. Just yeah. Give it to us. Sure. Um, Don't know when I've been so blue. Don't know what's come over you. You found someone new. And don't it make my brown eyes blue? <laughs> it's yeah, a little lower than it her. It like notes in between oh. the notes. 
yeah. She's a little higher, I think. But yeah, but I can't, I can't do it higher. Right? Like so many people can't <laughs> do that, and like you have, you can just find these little notes in yeah. between, and like that's that takes so much control. You missed Brown Eyes Blue. <laughs> I heard it actually. She's she's coming to uh, Old Thrushers in Burlington. Some Crystal. Oh, Gilbert. cool. Yeah. Oh, we should yeah. we gotta go. Crystal, oh, I love Crystal the Threshers. Yeah. Old yeah. Threshers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant Lily. <laughs> I was like, Old I Threshers over here. Yeah. Good job. I, you might be in Edinburgh at the time, though. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. All right, everybody, go enjoy their Sunday. Okay. All right. We'll do. Okay. Eric's kicking us out. <laughs> like, get the hell out. Get of out. It's over. <laughs> it's Goodbye. There's it's a great, over. Get out. There's a great musical theater song actually about getting out. You wanna, you wanna yes. hear? Yes. Yeah. Sing us out. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you you've got to go. So grab your hat and head for the door. In case you didn't notice, there ain't any more. If you liked our show, tell everyone but. If you think it stinks, keep your big mouth shut. There, it's, not, nice. it's not done. You want to hear the rest of it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, there's uh, more? Yeah, there's a little more. Um, we're glad you came, but we have to shout. Adios, au revoir, Peter Zane. Ta-ta-ta, goodbye. Get lost, get out. On behalf of Mandy, Eric, Ted, and today's guest, Lily, thanks for joining us on Episode 9 of A Little Off Track. Thanks to William Colvin at Laidback Banner Studios in Galesburg for mixing and mastering the show. If your band is ready to make an album, William is ready to make it sound amazing at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg. On behalf of our hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser, thanks for going a little off track. Mm-hmm.